stoop stories. What a wonderful time to be a part of this great organization or to be listening into the podcast Stoop Stories. Josh and I are very excited for today's episode as we're going to talk a little bit more about what it takes to get what you want out of life. Uh, you know, they say you can't have everything that you want at the same time, but you can have everything you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it just takes time. So get off the stoop. Thanks for tuning into today's episode where the title is What Got You Here Won't Get You There. So that said, Josh, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear that phrase? Hmm. First thing that comes to mind is evolution has to take place in a person's life. And anytime that there's something that you're not achieving or something that you want to achieve and you haven't got it yet, that's a, just a clear identifier that something needs to change in your life. And so when we think about you know, what got you here won't get you there, to me it's about change and awareness and being willing to see what's next, what needs to happen so you can put yourself in position to achieve your goals at the end of the day. I mean, we all set out with tons of stuff that we want to accomplish in our life. Hopefully, hopefully we have some purpose and things that are driving us and having the ability to take a step back and identify what those are and then look at where you are right now and make sure the actions, activities that you, you know, you do every single day, it adds up to you achieving that end result. And I think for a lot of our listeners and a lot of people that are in this organization, you know, some of them are really good at setting goals and not very good at executing them. Um, so maybe they see it and they don't know what needs to, needs to happen or the how on how they get it. Yeah, you know, I hear you say that and I think about whatever someone was doing got them where they're at. So it's natural to keep doing that action. Yeah. Um, and that's what makes this concept really hard. I also think about the fact that it's human nature to think about what you don't have that you want mm-hmm. all of the time. And that's a great indicator to start thinking about evolving, to your point. Because what it takes to get what you want will take a new iteration of yourself. So if you can think of something right now that you want that you don't have, you're going to have to change something about what you're doing, something about who you are in order to capture that thing. And for me... That excites me. Well, when you think about change, it might not be the activity that needs to change, but the rigor that you put into that activity that needs to change. Or the amount of the activity that you're doing that needs to change. For instance, we talk about reading and you know personal development all the time here, right? So the activity of reading a book is a great activity. And maybe I'm reading one book a year mm-hmm. and my life's not changing or I'm not seeing the development that I'm hoping to... Uh, to see when I'm, you know, engaging in that kind of behavior. And then, you know, maybe the difference is maybe it's two, maybe it's three books, maybe it's four books, maybe it's listen to an audiobook that changes. So sometimes the, even the activity could be the right one, but the amount needs to change of you doing that activity. If I want to lose weight or I want to get stronger, I have to do a specific type of activity multiple times a week to achieve the result. Now I could do that activity once and it could be good for me, but it won't achieve my goal until I've increased my focus and intention around achieving that goal. Yeah, you know, I think about how to quantify things because I'm the guy that I spoke to in the sense of, man, I want everything right now. Mm-hmm. Like, you can And you can have anything you want out of life, just not at the same, at the same time. Sure. You know, so 
in pursuit of reaching goals that you have, you know, I think of asking questions to people who have achieved what you're aiming at mm -hmm. as my number one strategy to get from where you are to where you want to go. So I will lean on you as I ask the first question for the listeners today. Okay. Um, you know, the hard part about asking someone a question is having access to the person who has what you want. Mm -hmm. So that being the case, let's say that you're at this point, you're hearing, okay, well, what, what got me here won't get me there. Well, how the hell do I get there? You know, no, no matter where that point is for someone, what's the first thing you would advise anyone listening to do if they're in pursuit of a goal and they don't know where to start? Yeah, I think you have to start at the ideation phase. You know, the vision creates action. So in order for you to actually get to where you want to go, you have to identify what exactly that is. What does it look like? What are the different, like when I have achieved these goals, what are the things that I'm experiencing in my life, right? Like what are the, the things that I need to do that will allow me to achieve that end result? And I think that's where you start is in a, a strategy. You know, the intention creates a lot of this and you have to be really, you know, really careful how you craft that and really be, you know, I think just really detailed. The more details, the better. You should be painting a picture in your mind where it can be clear on how you achieve the goal. Otherwise, I could just say, oh, I, I want this thing arbitrarily, but have really no intention on achieving it. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it starts with that ideation phase. Yeah, I hear you saying map it out. Got to. Create the strategy. You know, the, the second thing that I think about is being easy to find. So as I hear you saying, map it out, if someone is to the point where they say, well, I don't even know where to start with the map. You know, whoever you are trying to become the best version of yourself, that person's looking for you. That's what I learned. Mm -hmm. And when I was early mind shift days, and I actually started to map things out for the first time in my life. At the same time I was doing that, I was reading things that spoke to me that helped the map. Mm -hmm. And what I was reading was looking for me my whole life, except I had never opened a book until about eight years ago, mm -hmm. if we're being really honest. Nate, don't laugh. <laughs> that's not supposed to be part of the episode. Nate's laughing at me, but that's the truth. And you're always, success is looking for you. You're, the better version of yourself is looking for you, but maybe you're not engaging in the activities that allows you to stumble across what helps you build the map. And then once you build the map, it puts you in places where people are that will help you pursue the goals. Mm -hmm. And I would say that's really, really important. And as it relates to everything that you want out of life, being easy to find has everything to do with whether you'll get it or not. Maybe you're thinking about a promotion that you want. Well, you have to be super easy to find. And that happens by execution of the map that's already in place. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I would, I would say, yes, number two, be, be easy to find after you, after you draw the map out. And that comes from a place of gathering information from all, all various uh, avenues. I think the easiest, the, the best way to become easy, easy to find is to consistently exceed expectations. Nothing gets you quicker to, to success or achieving the goal than consistently exceeding expectations. Now, whose expectations? Depending on your, it's depending on what you're trying to accomplish, right? But every thing that you want in life is gonna come by way of people working together. 
Uh, it's very rare that one person can do it all themselves. And so whoever it is that you're working with, whoever it is that you're surrounding by, they're going to have a certain level of expectation for you. And when you're consistently exceeding that, it becomes important to them to help you become successful because they see value in you, right? Mm -hmm. So the first step is to map it out. Map it out and then execute the map and great execution of your map puts you atop the leaderboard, mm -hmm. if that's fair to say, which sure. makes you easy to find. You know, what, what next in pursuit of what got us here won't get us there? Yeah, so if you're easy to find, I think the next step is, it's more, more execution, right? Like, I, they, I heard this quote recently that they said, like, average people talk about events, high-level people talk about ideas, and really high-level people talk about execution. Mm -hmm. And so there's all this conversation going on, like what are you talking about and who are you around? And if you're talking about execution, it's likely that you're spending a lot of time executing something. Yeah. So it's easy to put a plan in place and say, okay, I've put my strategy in place, I'm trying to achieve an output uh, but I'm only doing it part of the time or, you know, I think it's the execution component. Seeing it all the way to the end, putting the nail in the coffin, if you will. Mm -hmm. Having lots of conversations, lots of meetings all the time. And is it helping me achieve my end result? Am I executing this meeting in a way that gets me to where I want to go? Yeah. You know, uh, I was reading this book called uh, Psychology of Selling by Brian Tracy, which I think is a really good book. It's a really good book because of the psychology component and, and how he ties it into how we sell things to other people. And he was talking about, like, achieving success and there being already a roadmap for it. And if you can simply execute what somebody who already has achieved success executes, then it's likely that you'll achieve the same success. Because as human beings, we're actually not that different from one another. It's just what we're willing to do that makes us different from one another. Man, that's, that's everything. You know, I think of two quotes, uh, both by Andy Grove, uh, one from the book Measure That Matters, where he says, knowledge is secondary, execution is all important. And then another, another quote from Andy out of the book Strategy Rules, very short sentence, he says, execution is God. And mm -hmm. when I read it in that book, which was just a couple months ago, I said, man, that speaks, that speaks volumes. Yeah. Um, it is all about execution and over long periods of time, just like you're alluding mm -hmm. to. So let's, let's dive into execution just a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, why don't you share, I don't know, two to three things that you're executing right now with Fidelity that you've been executing for a long period of time that has led to you, know, you getting from where you are to where you want it to go and then, and then I'll share. Yeah, personal connection would be the first thing. Mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know, I believe that leaders can't walk by people in, in, a, in a hallway without checking, checking in on them or talking with them, saying something to them. Personal connection is the starting point for every great relationship, right? And so if you're going to be successful in business, it's going to be based on a lot of relationships that you have uh, that you're working with, you know? And so making sure that you honor that relationship, checking in on your teammates and Ensuring that they're in the right mindset, you know. Uh, second thing that I'm, you know, that I'm always working on is my own personal development. You know, engaging in groups that put me outside my comfort zone, engaging in reading that challenges my thinking, 
engaging in, you know, situations that challenge who I am personally. Um, I think that, you know, both of those things are like something I'm, it's a strategy that I'm consistently executing. The last thing would be my intentional path. So I have everyone in the organization do an intentional path for, for themselves or uh, most of the leadership team has already done it, right? And so um, executing that first and foremost is really important. But the execution doesn't stop when you complete the draft. It stops as you complete your five years. And then you find out if you really are good at executing stuff or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, because like it's so carefully curated and you document so many things that when you circle back and you look at it, you can see kind of who you are. If you've executed nothing that's on your intentional path, chances are you didn't really believe what you put down there. You just put it down there to put something down there. Yeah. Uh, it's unlikely that you'll execute anything like that. And if you're really good at it, that means you're one of the most intentional human beings on planet Earth because it's really hard to put something out in the future five years from now and then execute systematically each year until you've completed the, the entire task list. So that, that would be something I was thinking about. And I, you know, another thing, we're talking about execution right now, but you know, number four uh, is mindset. And you, know, you talk about what gets you there, won't, you know, what gets you here won't get you there. Uh, mindset, scarcity versus abundance mindset, right? Like some people in this world, they never, they can't, they, they don't ever feel like there's enough. Whether it's time, whether it's money, whether it's, you know, uh, affirmations, like they're always worried, so they hoard. Uh, and abundance means there's enough for everything. There's more than enough for us to go around, and really, it kind of comes down to like, are you? Are, do you have an open mindset? Are you fixed? Are you are you fixed mindset or an open mindset or growth mindset? Right? Growth mindset people believe that we're always a work in progress. Abundance. There's plenty. There's more to go. Right? Um, and the fixed mindset is it's finite. And if I don't get this promotion right now, then I'm you know it's it's over for me. It's I'm done. Um, or if I, you know, like, I don't want to tell him or teach him something because what if he takes from me? You know, like, that's not going to help you get to where you want to go. You want to get somewhere new. You want to go somewhere bigger. You want to go somewhere uh, that has more for you. It's going to come by way of abundance mindset, thinking about how much is out there Mm -hmm. and just capturing it along the way. Yeah, so uh, to speak to that directly... When it came to the organization, I, I didn't have that mindset. And I still have limiting beliefs, but not nearly as many as I had uh-huh. in early days. And what helped me have an abundance mindset was taking ownership for all things, recognizing that, you know, I'm the source of everything that's happening to me. Yeah. And once I did that, I realized that, you know, no one could take anything from me. Mm-hmm. I, only I can take something away from me. And then I had to think about my, my whole football career and the guys that were starting over me, you being one of them yeah. at one point, <laughs> where the coach was hating on me. And it, yeah. it turns out I just wasn't doing the work. Yeah. Uh, um, so in terms of that, but that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. It, re- recognize that you are creating all of these things. So if it feels like there's not enough of something that happened because of you. And, yeah. and shifting that mindset will take you putting yourself in the driver's seat of everything that you're experiencing 
so that you can understand that you have more than enough of everything you need to accomplish your Well, goals. man, I think that uh, if there was a number five on our list, and I, don't, I didn't know how many we came in here, how many points we we're trying to it get. It was but, three at first, but five sounds great. Well, the fifth one is owning all the outcomes. Every outcome in your life, you played a part in, in contributing to. Every, whether you won or lost, you had a part in all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think once you've removed yourself from the victim mindset and you put yourself in a creative mindset, then your life can really change. Most people walk around the world thinking about, about all the things that are happening to them, but I believe that everything's happening for you. Even the hard stuff, even the stuff that, you know, we all go through tough times, you know, and then, you know, if you create and you control that, if you control it, you, you're, you can put yourself in a creative mindset, but you have to accept responsibility in order to do that. You're not allowed, the world, the universe, your mind won't allow you to create in a time of, of challenge if you don't accept it happening. Like if you don't accept that it was your responsibility to some extent yeah. of what happened. I'm, I, I couldn't be more aligned. And I know that now is the time. This is very exciting times in the organization. And at all times, just because of human nature, we're always thinking about the things that we don't have that we want. Mm-hmm. And I would advocate that you start on step five and make it the foundation of everything else because getting from where you are to where you want to go starts with you owning every single outcome that's occurring. Because the reason why you don't have what you want yet, myself included, is because of you and the things you're either choosing not to do or the things that you're choosing to do that doesn't equal the goal. So start there. Own the outcomes. Everything is possible. No one's taking anything from you. The world is giving you everything you need. Mm -hmm. Like hearing this five steps on this episode today, which will empower you to get off the stoop, use it as a step and elevate and become who you're supposed to be. Nice job. Get off the stoop. Stoop stories.